Hello and welcome to the David Ryan Fitness Podcast. In this podcast, I deep dive into training, nutrition, and mindset to help you reach your goals. So, today's podcast is all about the effects of blue light and how they affect our cognitive function, how they affect our circadian rhythms, how they affect our sleep, and everything else that comes along with, with, with blue light. And the thing is, we can't get away from blue light. We, we literally can't. So every single electronic device out there emits blue light. And this affects our melatonin production, which helps us go to sleep at night, which around night time our melatonin starts secreting and coming into our body because our bodies are getting used to the kind of darkness and humans spend about a third of their lives sleeping and that's absolutely huge and getting enough quality sleep is critical for our concentration our cognitive function our overall health we used to have a natural sleep cycle because of the light and the only light source was the sun. But today things are very, very different. We have lights wherever we go throughout the entire night. We all live up in, we all live in cities. Everything is becoming more industrial. Everything is becoming more more urban and we just simply can't get away from light but like all of us use a smartphone all of us use a smartwatch all of us have a tv all of us have smart fridges um everything in your house everything around you emits blue light we have LED lights for LED bulbs that like they're obviously they don't take um, that much power to emit them so they're really really handy but they have massive amounts of blue light that bombard your eyes which negatively affects your sleep and your sleep quality so long-term exposure can lead to further and more serious complications down the line if you do not kind of try and take some steps to help yourself with your serotonin production. So, the circadian cycle is a biological process, okay? This regulates our sleep-wake cycle and it tells our brains when it's time to sleep. It's a built-in clock that depends on our 24-hour day and night cycle. Everybody has a different clock, but most of us go into a sleep when there's not enough light. Our brains can tell that it's time to sleep when there's not enough light. Our brains can tell that it's time to sleep when there's not enough light and a cascade of biological occurrences prepare us for that. Okay, so since we kind of live in the modern age today, we always have 
plenty of light okay the light makes it into our eyes and it tells our brains that it's still not time to sleep which kind of fucks us up so the light sensors in your eyes are very very powerful and if they get too much or too little light we can quite easily experience sleep problems or disruption some experiments prove that the circadian cycle tends to drift for about a half an hour every day into total darkness when you're exposed to too much bright light the cycle is also damaged leading to bad sleep and long-term damage so when we wake up okay or when we're supposed to wake up our circadian rhythm kind of has this cycle so say you get up at 6 a.m at sunrise and 6 45 to 7 30 a.m your melatonin secretion starts to stop so you start to kind of wake up and then around 8 30 your bell starts to move you go to the toilet and 10 10 a.m believe it or not is our highest alertness in that stage then you come into 12 o'clock and you go down into kind of half two three o'clock and at half two your coordination and your concentration is at its best so this would probably a good be a good time to read a book or learn about something or take on a task at work or something like that then at half three you are in your fastest reaction time so anything that you need to react to or whatever you should try and take it around that time and then they say that when you come start coming into five o'clock that's your greatest kind of cardiovascular efficiency and your muscle strength so in theory that would be the best time for you to go to the gym now i would not advise going to the gym at five o'clock i would probably advise going before work getting it done starting off your day with a win getting your workout done and giving you energy for the rest of the day like the gym will pump you up and you will be on cloud nine for the rest of the day if you do something hard really hard in the morning the rest of the day will be easy so coming back into the circadian rhythm we go into kind of six o'clock and sunset is kind of coming in our blood pressure is rising and coming into kind of seven o'clock that's where our highest body temperature is and then coming into nine o'clock our melatonin is starting to secrete so things that are helping us go asleep melatonin helps us go asleep and then we kind of go into the sleep cycle at kind of around nine o'clock and our melatonin is secreting if we don't disrupt that with blue light with television with different things like that and that's what we do we go home and our body is kind of starting to kind of wind down naturally from about six o'clock to nine o'clock and then we could should should kind of be going to bed but we don't we we scroll on our phones we watch television 
we think that the television helps us go to sleep but it doesn't and i'll get into that of how it doesn't but first of all i want to start kind of talking about two main things that help us wake up and help us go sleep so the two main hormones as i've already mentioned that are at play here are serotonin and melatonin so in short our levels of melatonin are boosted when it's dark so the melatonin helps us sleep whereas the serotonin levels increase when we expose ourselves to sunlight and light environments melatonin helps you get to sleep and serotonin helps you feel awake so when you are watching television at night you're waking your brain up and you're making serotonin come back into your body when you should be having secretion of melatonin so serotonin is a neurotransmitter or a chemical messenger in the brain and this involves many psychological processes not only kind of waking you up and regulating your circadian rhythm but serotonin has also been shown to impact appetite learning and memory positive feelings and social behavior okay so when we expose ourselves to a higher level of quality light we produce serotonin and in turn the body reduces its melatonin levels okay so melatonin is released in response to darkness hence why it helps us to wind down and ultimately ultimately transition into sleep with melatonin in the bloodstream we can rest better during sleep so like if two people slept for eight hours okay one during the daylight and another during the darkness the person sleeping in the darkness would feel a lot more rested and this is what i always harp on about is is sleep and your sleep quality is is absolutely huge so like you could be going to bed and you could be getting eight hours of bad sleep that's not going to do you anything good it's not going to do you anything it's not going to benefit you in any way whereas if you went to bed and got four hours of good sleep that would actually help you a lot better have you better make you have better cognitive function you'll have more energy so sleeping in the dark and the circadian rhythms kind of style is is absolutely the cycle sorry is absolutely massive to to help you go asleep many people who have sleep issues use artificial melatonin supplements to help them fall asleep yet they disregard light and its importance okay so i've no problem with people taking sleep supplements um if they do everything else right like there's no point in putting a plaster over a broken arm you're not going to fix the problem you need to get to the root cause of the problem and check if it's your are you watching television too late at night are you 
Are you scrolling through your phone all night long? Are you having coffee in the middle of the day? Like, are you doing things that are going to disrupt your sleep and then just not actually fixing the root cause of the problem and then going after it with supplements of melatonin, sleeping tablets, different things like that? Like, if you are having a problem with your sleep, it's more than likely your lifestyle isn't going to be helping your sleep. You're either under too much stress at work, you are under too much stress at home, you are not eating nutritiously, you're not getting, you're you're probably exposing yourself to too much blue light at night times. There's so many different things before you can kind of look into covering the the root problem with, with, with a plaster because melatonin is produced from serotonin through a cascade of enzymic and enzymatic reactions so if we get our light exposure wrong or our serotonin production wrong it impacts our sleep so we have to look at how we can naturally boost our serotonin levels and that's what i'm going to go through here and how I'm going to try and help you before you can kind of say, okay, I need to be supplementing with melatonin. If melatonin helps me go steep, I need some of that. Your pro- if, you, if you do, this is just kind of like an observation of mine. It's not obviously, I don't know if it's 100% right, but I'd imagine if you are putting melatonin into your body before you go to sleep, your body... And if you put enough of it, your body will probably say, okay, I don't need to produce this. And you'll find it really, really hard to to fall asleep. So find the root cause of the problem. Find out how you're going to help yourself go to sleep with your lifestyle. So why is blue light an issue? Blue light is just one element of that's naturally found in light. The blue light wavelengths are responsible for keeping our brains in working order. Blue light improves our concentration, our mood and reaction times. Like it's not all bad blue light, but our brain's internal clocks need a break from blue light. So they keep shutting down when the night comes, our brain's shutting down. But if we're looking at blue light too much, we tend to stay awake a lot longer so it's not all bad and there is also um, i don't know the study or anything like that but there's a study in america i can't remember the name but a lot of them actually treat people who are depressed with blue light now i don't know how it works i just heard somebody saying it the other day on a podcast and I just thought I'd throw it in there that it's not all bad, but we do have to kind of know the effects of us decreasing our melatonin at night. So what can blue light kind of do to our bodies? Like it can have eye strain. Like I know 
from playing PlayStation years ago and playing it all night long. My eyes would be dry, they'd be strained. Like staying up on your computer or, or PlayStation all night is not really a good thing for, for your sleep or your eyes. It can actually give you neck and shoulder pain. It can give you a headache, which it does for me. I am looking into a computer most most of the day and I, I have to get blue light blocking glasses. I get headaches. I would get headaches anyway, but I do tend to get headaches a quite a good bit now because I'm looking in, into a screen all the time. So I'm going to start getting, I'll get into the, the blue light blocking glasses as well. It also can blur your vision and also, again, you can have dry eyes with the blue light so the problem starts with electronic devices that produce light and this includes your smartphones your monitors your tvs your tablets your smartwatches whatever screens have a high level of blue light that tells our brains it's daylight it's tricking your brain into telling it that it's daylight so you're you're more awake you're more alert and this interrupts the natural circadian rhythm kicking our brains into overdrive rather than going to sleep. And some studies suggest that long exposure to blue light suppresses the natural production of melatonin in our brains, leading to bad sleep quality and overall health complications. So it also says that like it can lead to overall health complications in in the long run so it's really really key that we kind of look after ourselves and look after the way we kind of look at blue light and i'm not going to get too much into it as i've already said about all the different devices to that admit blue light but there's no easier way of putting it or saying it that blue light is everywhere you're constantly exposed to blue light during the day when the sun is up and then all man-made sources emit blue light and the most common sources are obviously your computer screens electronic notepads so your even your kindle your smartphones led tvs tablets fluorescent light bulbs led light bulbs man-made blue light sources emit a much weaker um kind of frequencies than the sun but if your eyes are under exposure constant exposure which they are you could end up suffering from all kinds of issues like i just explained and eye strain would probably be the least of your worries so how can we get out of these bad habits how do we kind of stop this how, how do we how do we help ourselves from from blue light at, at, at night time so since we're completely like since we can't completely remove blue light it's essential to understand that too much exposure can lead to serious health issues okay so modern society today forces all kinds of habits on everybody without ever saying the consequences or anything about that so here are some bad habits that you should correct to improve your circadian sleep cycle okay so spending too much time on your mobile phone you know it's it's pretty obvious but 
a lot of us are always on our phone 24 7 and there's a study as well that has proved that i know it's not maybe some of the listeners that are listening it's not in the same age group but i'd imagine it's the same for for you as well that about three quarter of teens aged 12 to 17 spend at least two hours watching tv or playing computer games and about 20 percent of them spend about four hours exposed to blue light every day so if you're doing the same thing which i would imagine you are you should try and minimize your exposure to blue light as much as possible okay so another one another bad habit is watching tv before bed okay this is something that i i know that for a fact it 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 doesn't help you go to sleep many of us actually think tv just before we go to bed makes us sleepy okay the reality is it's totally the opposite like watching tv before sleeping wakes up your brain it makes you harder it makes it harder to fall asleep so you're you're eventually going to fall asleep because you're going to be absolutely drained but when you go to sleep the next night and you try to do it without the tv you're not able to go to sleep because you're used to going to sleep with the television but the television is actually waking your brain up and obviously eventually you're going to fall asleep but it's not actually helping you fall asleep it's you're going to fall asleep eventually because you're going to be exhausted but it will 100% disrupt your sleep cycle that night and then the next night when you go to sleep it's just kind of like a psychological thing you get into bed and you're like okay I'm not going to watch telly tonight and you can't fall asleep and you end up watching taking out your phone or 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 watching telly and it's going to happen for the first few times that you don't fall asleep with television you're not going to be able to fall asleep straight away because your circadian rhythm is is kind of fucked up anyway as it is so you just kind of need to power on through and get through it and then after maybe a week or so you will be able to fall asleep on your own so try not to say to yourself that oh yeah my phone helps me fall asleep. I can't fall asleep without watching my phone. Of course you're going to fall asleep because eventually you're going to be wrecked. Your eyes are going to be wrecked. But you're disrupting your whole sleep. You're not going to have a good quality sleep. And that's the most important. Good quality sleep is the most important. Because your brain isn't going to be... It's going to be woken up. So your sleep isn't... Got, you're not going to go into your REM sleep. You're not going to go into a deep sleep. It's just not going to work so doing single mind tasks before going to bed is key so what's a single mind task a single mind task is where you are doing something that you can only concentrate on that one thing and that's reading the book okay so things that aren't single mind tasks are watching television you can watch television you can while the fella is talking on the television you can go on your phone 
you can listen to a conversation in the sitting room beside you you can do all these different things while watching television so it's not a single mind task it's not a single focused task for your brain so things that help you go asleep are single minded tasks like reading a book some people like reading 10 pages some people like reading for a half an hour it's up to you but that's what's going to help you fall asleep try and get something that's on a page try not go on your phones or your your kindles or whatever or even try and bring the light down on the kindle and, and read so huge huge thing to help you go sleep is a single-minded task and that is the likes of reading also led lights are absolutely everywhere okay led lights are very very popular because they don't need a lot of power to emit light installing led lights all over your home can help cut down electricity bills but they won't help you sleep better now i know this is a bit of a like yeah you can have them if you want but i'm just putting that out there your eyes are going to be under constant threat from blue light and that's not really a good thing so maybe try and not have as much of them as you do and so how do we stop all of this okay so what can you do to prevent light exposure first of all you can start by taking the tv out of your room okay it would honestly be be the better thing for you to do is to stop watching television before you go to bed to make you go asleep it doesn't help you go asleep it wakes your brain up really really does also try and stop staring at your smartphone all day before you go to bed you need to get into a nighttime routine okay like no problem whatsoever coming home from work and watching your favorite tv show but like watch one episode and even if it does leave you on a cliffhanger say to yourself okay i'm gonna watch this i'm gonna have the willpower to watch one episode that's what i have been doing a lot lately is how i wind down at night is i'll watch an episode or something and even if it does leave me on a cliffhanger i say okay right i can watch it tomorrow no big deal i need to start getting into my evening routine and then that's when you need to start winding down now i do a lot of things for my evening routine i go get a shower i kind of wind down i read a book different things like that but you need to kind of like wind down for bed 100 percent and i know this kind of doesn't really go into it but a good day always starts the night before so to put yourself in the most optimal position for the next day to have energy to have better cognitive function to just be better overall a good day starts the night before with your nighttime routine so try and get your night try and get a nighttime routine going in where you kind of wind down you're not jumping into bed all fucking wired and you're kind of winding down and there's loads of different things that you can do 
if you can install new light bulbs light bulbs into your home that would be good as well okay choose ones that are kind of closer to the red light spectrum the so-called warm lights and if you can't cut down your screen time consider buying blue light blocking glasses okay these glasses are designed to block the blue light from entering your eyes protecting your natural circadian rhythm okay so if you spend a lot of time on the computer these glasses should help you should be a really really good help so if you're nine to five and you're on the computer all day try by these and you're and you're struggling with your sleep like try by these blue light blocking glasses like i am definitely going to get them because i do get headaches big time and they're they're one way of kind of you know you don't wear them all day long you don't wear them and say oh i have glasses now or whatever but like you can you can put them on at like maybe four or five o'clock that day and start to kind of wind down your brain let the melatonin secretion start naturally and also having your smartphones dimming the features at night or whatever there's you can dim the the features on your phone um and, and bring the actual like blue light down in the phone and it kind of kind of on my phone it kind of goes orangey um also you can kind of have maybe a do not disturb mode at set at maybe like eight o'clock that's what i have on my phone is do not disturb eight o'clock and then it goes all the way till eight o'clock the next day so or the next morning so it lets me get up it lets me do my morning routine it lets me get up and get my work done hardest work done in the morning times and then it comes off do not disturb mode at eight o'clock and as you know all the messages will be coming in and that's when you don't want to get distracted when you wake up and you want to do your own morning routine so do not disturb mode is is really really a game changer has been an absolute game changer for me so just have a think about how you can kind of prevent it you can do it by taking the tv out of the room you can do it by trying not to look at your smartphone all day if you can or when it comes into the evening time start winding down put your do not disturb mode on get your brain into a single focused task go for do do your nighttime routine get your shower do whatever watch your telly watch your one episode then start winding down go for your shower get ready for bed read a book for 10 pages 15 pages wind the brain down and if you are really really struggling with your sleep try and get or invest in a pair of blue light blocking glasses so sadly there is no way we can eliminate artificial blue light from our lives our eyes are constantly bombarded by the light that disrupts our natural hormone production and affects our sleep quality okay so without proper sleep we lose cognitive and motor functions with time 
and long-term exposure can lead to some severe diseases down the line. Do not underestimate the effects of blue light on your health and do what you can to protect yourself at least during the night. I know it's very hard to do that with the lives that we live nowadays, but if there's anything, if you are struggling with your sleep, I would honestly not go and try and cover the problem with a plaster and get sleeping tablets or get melatonin or whatever supplements that you want to get. I would try and fix the root problem I would look at my lifestyle, I would look at my nutrition, I would look at if I'm looking at blue light all the time, I would look at like my job, obviously if you're in a 9 to 5 job and you're looking at a screen all the time or you're at home working still and you're looking at a computer all the time and you find it hard to wind down, different things like nighttime routines and Getting your day ready for the night for the day before are really really good to help you fall asleep. So that's it for today, folks. That's my thought on blue light and how we it, it can affect our sleep. And I hope you enjoyed it. I absolutely loved recording it. Um, so yeah, if you could leave a five star view, a comment, a subscribe, a follow whatever platform you're listening to this on, that would be really, really great. And I will catch us all next week for another episode.